Hello, and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist. An actual knob. And a natural knob me. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Uh, How's you, Moon? Just moon. saw a brief glimpse of that tiny yeah. cat. Yeah, she's all right. She's uh, Optimus has got obsessed with the bath at the moment, so she's sort of getting involved. They have they investigate things as a little duo, but he's just started to. Uh, we have a shower in the morning. He gets in the bath and just sticks his head right close to the plug hole and sniffs the taps. So I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what he's what he's playing at, but he's obsessed with it. And because he's so fluffy, it all sticks together, and it looks like his uh, rear end's been shaved off because it's just like a <laughs> straight line now. You know, they're, um, they're all good. Back when my shower stopped working for a while, I used to have to rely on baths, and um, obviously like make them well bubbly and stuff. And Elvis would come and sit on the edge of the bath, yeah. and I don't think he's got any like sensation in his tail because his tail would drop in the water. I would cover it in bubbles, <laughs> and um, and then he would like jump down. And then he'd go like, "What? What the fuck?" And he'd like follow his tail around, go like, "What the fuck's wrong with my ass?" Um, and I used to. Think they do they use their tail for like balance and stuff? So even <laughs> even when they're walking, if their tail's wrong, they're like, "Oh my god." Uh, it's like us trying to walk with like the wrong size shoe on. Um, you've been to Scotland again. Yeah, went up, got tattooed by Danielle. That was lush. Got a burning witch on the inside of my arm that I've coveted by her for many a year. Um, it's very nice. I think, yeah, it's lush. It's so nice. And then we had some picklebacks and some tequila. And I had, I ate uh, two macaroni pies. That was Bully. nice. Um, yeah, and it's fucking hot. It was well hot. Doing that thing again, isn't it? Yeah, trying was, to get me back. Yeah, I was cutting around in shorts that Saturday. And now it's fucking snowed. Like, yeah. what the? what is this? We actually had I had cricket training last night, and the one before that was actually cancelled due to snow, and the season started. <laughs> the season starts the week after next, but we started playing friendlies. And it's like, yeah, so I had one, one training session outside, and I've broken my finger, so I'm out for three weeks. Oh, I'm no. A, I'm a, yeah, do you want to see it? Oh, looks like a little. Oh, that's yeah. swollen. Yeah, I uh, I know it hurts, but uh, Danny enjoys the extra girth on it, so it's not all bad. Oh, for fuck's sake, poor Danny! As if she lets you do that. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> as sorry if about you've that, ever everyone. done, unless she's ever let you do that. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, so yeah, I might play on Saturday and just see how it goes. But if it's if it's fucked, it could be could be. Uh, half the season gone already so that's a nice Aww. way uh, and the good thing about it because it was getting close to the start of the season i just spent a load of money on new equipment as well oh how convenient yeah. oh, no, are you I going away think. soon you going on yeah. a holly bob yeah i'm going to italy <clears throat> over easter lush yeah i'm going to naples and oh. up up the amalfi coast and you won't care about this but you'll have heard of the footballer maradona yeah so he used to play in in for Napoli in Naples, and someone that because he's like the bollocks and they they're shit and have always been a bit shit, but he won the league with them. The only time they've won it. So some there's loads of street art, and graffiti, and all sorts of murals and stuff for him. And someone with way too much time on their hands has plotted them on a map. So I'm gonna spend oh. the day just walking around, going and taking pictures of them. Can't wait. Um, in comparison, I walked around Dundee last week and um. There was no map, but I could make a map of crackhead spots. Yay! So there yeah. you go. If you ever want to go to Dundee and see if you can score some rock. 
yeah walk they down the well gate you'll find it oh my god and the most random thing like i was just sitting in there's this square and dundee outside the Ogate, and i got a coffee and sit in the sun just hanging out waiting to get tattooed and um someone walked past me and i was like they look very familiar so i got on the old instagram message daryl watson's mrs roisin and i was like um are you in dundee and she she'd gone and sat down at the other side of the square and i was like a bit weird watching and um <laughs> she'd like look picked up this person picked up a phone and then it said scene and I was like and she said yeah did I just walk past you and I like shout across and I was like hello <laughs> <laughs> we were both like what the fuck are you doing here this so is so weird <laughs> how lovely that was random uh, yeah that was nice. lush um yes yeah, so not quite Naples um but equally lush I was supposed to go to Leeds next week and, and see them all but with Danielle, but we've had to cancel it. So I'm going to go back to the homeland instead and eat more macaroni pies. So I don't mind. That sounds lovely. That does I, sound lovely. I, I also got tattooed by Karen, oh, yeah. Karen Chamberlain, friend of the show. Got was that a, on the same day? It was Saturday, the whatever it was, 26th or something. I think it was like the same day, yeah. Lush. That's good. Good to see him. Went out for a couple of booze afterwards as well and did all blokey stuff. Watched fucking football. Talking of sports, sports and football, I've become obsessed by a song. Um, It's a Welsh folk song called, and I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this because I can't speak Welsh, You're but I'm going I'm, I'm to try it. It's Yima Oheath. And it's uh, so sorry. I know we do have at least one Welsh language speaker. Shout out Dav Man, who listens to the <laughs> podcast. Um. <laughs> So sorry if I sorry if I fucked that up. Teach me. Yeah. Um, so this song, it's like a 40-year-old folk song, and it's about how uh Imaro Heath means we're still here. So it's like in spite of everything, in spite of everyone, the Welsh are still here. And this um Wales played Australia. Sorry, Wales played Austria in a football match. And the geezer who wrote it 40 years ago, he's like 80 odds, came out and sung it before the game. And it's this folk song and everyone sung it back at him and he started crying. So, you know, when, you know, when you hear, obviously I don't know any of the words because it's in Welsh, but you know, when you hear a piece of music and it does something to you, like it makes you, I haven't, I've probably listened to it 60 times since I first heard it. It's honestly, it's, it's amazing. I'll send it to you, but I've been just basically walking around the house, absolutely butchering the lyrics to this old folk song. But there's a there's I looked so I, I the reason I heard about it was on a podcast I listened to called socially socially distant sports bar, and they said fucking Ooh. watch this it's the bollocks, and there's a bit where one of the lyrics is that um I, something 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 and the Welsh language will never die, and this bloke in his fucking eighties or whatever singing that to forty thousand people who are fucking yelling it back at him and he turns round and there's some kids with their granddad and they're all singing it at him like he stood on the edge of the pitch like five yards away from them and he just stopped singing camera pans to the crowd to watch the, to everyone to hear everyone singing comes back to him and he's in tears Aww. it's it, honestly it's so powerful and That's it's and it, yeah and it's like and Wales went on to win the game and I, you know obviously it's a bit you know the, oh the atmosphere really helped us the fans with the 12th man it's a load of bollocks but everyone in that stadium when that game started would just so pumped because of this they'd sung this old song fucking amazing i'll send it cheers to bollocks um in contrast i have another story um i went to london um yesterday or whenever some point recently and i went to a place in um seven dollars called cz factory and i got a waffle in the shape of a dick 
Oh, I saw that. Had we, oh, yeah. and chocolate on it. Someone said you're going to do an OnlyFans called, <laughs> a, <laughs> called Only Glands. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was Elena Costa off of the Costa Sisters. Um, look them up because they're fucking fit and well good at taking photos and that. Um, she was like, <laughs> I posted a picture of putting it in my gov. And so um, she was like, this is the content I'm here for. And I was like, yeah, watch out for my OnlyFans, just me and a dick. <laughs> people no. will pay me not to do that. People so. will pay for that. If people are paying for fucking ladies to pass wind into containers and oh. send it around, I think you'll be fine. Um, um yeah, I also saw, like, the whole purpose of going down was to go see where um, the Mark Boland Rock Shrine, mm. which is, like, super super morbid because it's just where he died. But that was powerful as well. I do love Mark Boland. Just putting it out there in the universe. I love Mark Boland, the T-Rex. If anyone's got any Mark Boland merchandise they want to send Lucy's way. <laughs> I'm also, like I'm an also inflatable a... <laughs> swan. I'm also a fan of Grey Nichols uh, and Newbury cricket equipment. Uh, if you want to send me anything to me, I've just bought. I like tequila and Jack Daniels, if anyone's listening. And Dick Waffles. Um, do you know I'll just how edit many... that. I like Jack Daniels <laughs> and Dick. <laughs> um, something started happening on the internet and I fucking I love it so much. Do you know how many times a week I am tagged in something Dick related? Yeah, what someone's, oh, there's someone's like, scrawled a dick up the toilet wall and go, oh look Lucy would like that yeah, yeah. or like right, there's know. a bit of a thing of people getting dicks painted on the nails yeah. and getting sent yeah, them yeah, yeah. Um, which is how I found out about the dick waffle place because I was sent it about five times from being different people <laughs> um and yeah it started happening on the pod page and my own page and I am fucking loving it I'm here for it it's so good yeah Keep them coming yeah we love all for that. also if you do like it it would be a tremendous help to us if you would do a little review on either the Google or Apple's. Um, just give us five stars and write a few words. It helps us loads. So yeah, thank you for nice. everyone who's done it. And if you could do it, that'd be fucking smashing. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I don't know how it helps us, Mick or no, but yeah, that'd be really nice. Um, thanks. Nice one. So today's guests. Oh, another our, se- our second power couple. Absolute power couple. And I fangirled hard I was trying to keep me cool um Keely Glitters and um Goldsmith Tattooer yeah what yeah, legends lots, lots, absolutely lovely and it is I, I do say it at the end of it but it is a completely different dynamic when when it's just us two talking to someone and it's just focused you know you can almost we could almost leave them alone and they were interviewing each other like they would they were validating yeah. their own answers with each other it was really really cool yeah, I love how they were just looking at each other, weren't they? And it was yeah. look at sitting in their fucking last sharp and um yeah, just awesome. and two completely contrasting journeys into the into yeah. industry and stuff like that. So it's like while they're so similar and so suited, they're also completely different. It's fucking interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm well excited to go down there and guess and hang out with them. And um yeah awesome it was good chats we're lucky aren't we we are people get on incredibly lucky it's still it's still weird that people go yeah i'll do it for you for free but yeah um um, but it also uh, amazes the people listen and you know everybody sends us a little message to say they like it oh keep keep them coming you're you're the actual superstars all three of you it's really nice yeah thanks the same three the same three Yes, my mum, my mum, and my dad. 
they don't listen to this. That that doesn't I even listen. I hope to my mum doesn't. She'll be mortified that, that I say dick on some sort of public platform. <laughs> <laughs> who on earth do you are you hanging around with that uncouth yeah. man who keeps talking about bum with? Is this what I paid a private for a <laughs> private education? <laughs> Sorry, Fuck off! We've got two, got two thousand followers, mum. You don't even know it. You don't even know what you're talking about. So, yeah, um, my, dad... my dad's dead, so he can't listen. <laughs> my dad loves cricket, and he doesn't even listen to the cricket podcast I do. So he's still doing that. I haven't even. Yeah. I've not even asked you about. Yeah, we've done a couple. We're getting some, just getting some things lined up before we do it properly. But we've done oh. a couple. People like it. We'll do more. So that's nice. Yeah, I won't listen. I wouldn't expect you to. You can just. You can just. Um, Retweet it from your three followers Twitter account. That'd be safe. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the numbers, hun. Um, shall we get on with our episode? Have you got any more yeah. admin? No, nobody gives a fuck about my love of macaroni pies and dick um, or sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it. Let's get on with it. Let's go. Right. Deep breath. What episode are we on? Uh, two. 42. Oh. This is. Willies. How much for a Willies. sleeve? Episode 42 Willies. with Keely Glitters Willies. and Andrew Goldsmith. Willies. Willies! <laughs> Hi, this is Tess Holiday, and you are listening to How Much for a Sleeve. And if I were you, I would turn this shit off. It's it's fucking trash. This week we've got another couples special. It's like uh, tattooers go dating and get married. Um, I guess <laughs> uh, Keely Glitters and Goldsmith Tattooer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. You well? <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. Are we mirroring each other? This is weird. It's like an echo. I feel like we've been trying to organize this for so long. I think yeah. was it when we spoke to Bin and I was like, oh my God, I want to get them both on. And it seems like months ago. So we've been trying to do it since Yeah, yeah last year sometime. I did give Bin a tenor to say that we were great <laughs> to convince you to come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got a fiver for that. I remember. <laughs> What a cheap fucker! He's not gonna listen. Oh, how how did you guys? Were you guys like tattooers and then met, or what's your like? What's yeah, your yeah, story? I guess married story. Yeah, we met. Go on, then you go. <laughs> we met seven, nearly seven years ago at a painted lady where Angie used to work. Yeah, the famous painted lady, Dawny oh. Hunt. The one and only. Oh, yeah, I used to work for her in Birmingham. And Keely used to come and guest every now and then. Yep. And, and you were like, well, she's well fit. <laughs> I said, she's double fit, so I'll probably have a go. And uh, yeah, work my that? magic. <laughs> now here we are. Did my bit, begged and pleaded, and here we are, seven years later nearly. Crazy. Oh. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, we were just kind of mates for a bit and then yeah. the more I guess we sort of hung out the more it made sense so yeah and, and Keely <laughs> was, was like alright okay enough's enough with my arm yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that how long have you had Valentine's now? just over a year we opened December last not last year, the year before, December 2020. Yeah. We opened. So, so yeah, just over a year old. Feels like in the a middle minute. of a pandemic. Yeah. How did that yeah. how, how, how did that work? So that was a wild card, wasn't it? Really? We just before COVID, about two months before COVID really sort of kicked up, we had just left London in hopes for like a the quieter life. 
and decided we needed to live in the Midlands because we guested so much all around the UK. And just work to London, like go to London yeah. part-time rather than be there full-time. So the master plan was, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday we would guest in a different shop every week and then Friday and Saturday we'd stay over in London. But ultimately living in the middle of the UK, so we decided after checking out a bunch of places, I had grown up in Coventry, so I didn't want to go back there. Lived in, uh, lived in Birmingham for years, so I wasn't too keen on doing that again. And somehow we ended up settling on Leonard Spa. And then we got here and two months later, COVID happened. And all our guest spots were cancelled. So we thought, we've got time on our hands. Let's just open a shop. It's probably the first time we've had time. You know, I think probably a lot of tattooers have said the same thing. And that is like, it's almost like scary to suddenly have loads of time on your hands. Yeah. And, and we just couldn't sit still and just watch Netflix for months. So we opened a shop. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah, I don't really know. It feels like a whirlwind now, doesn't it? Like, mm. it just happened. But at the time, it felt like it was going on forever. Yeah, definitely. Did you have yeah. to do, did you like get the lease during the pandemic and then you had all that time to decorate it and make it how you wanted it to be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah we got the, well, we found it in the June. So that was what, during the first one? I think? Yeah, I think the first one, yeah. And then we Come got the, the keys. The first one, yeah. Yeah. And then we got the keys, I think it was like the 5th of October. So then we had two months until we opened, which was we opened it just as we were allowed to come back to work. Yeah, that December 3rd, was it? Yeah, so we literally had those two months to decorate. Yeah. And get everything ready. So we were just nagging all the lads that were in here, putting it all together for us, constantly saying, like, we need to open for this COVID, end of COVID deadline. We'd spent all of our money, don't we? Yeah. Had like £700 in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go back we'd to work. Both, yeah, spent our life savings. Um, which we've been putting away for getting married, buying a house, all this other stuff we had planned. And we just, yeah, we just spent it all on the shop. Mm. And um, that, yeah, that was that. And obviously all of us naively thinking every lockdown was going to be the last lockdown. Yeah. We, yeah. Open, <laughs> yeah. we opened for two weeks and then it was the worst lockdown of all of them. <laughs> and we were shut again, then all the way to April the 12th. But yeah, it is what it is. You just get on with it, don't you? Yeah. As everybody had to. It feels so long ago now already, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's crazy. I know exactly what you mean. Like everyone, all the tattooers, I know there is just life is so full on. If you're not actually tattooing, then you're drawing or you're booking yeah. or whatever. And then suddenly to like that first day, it was like, well, Yeah, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, what like, am I going to do with myself? Yeah. I, I feel like that first lockdown was quite exotic, wasn't it? It was like the weather was nice. Yeah. It was a real novelty. Everybody was like just kicking it in their shorts out in the park, like yeah. laughing it off. And yeah. then I think by that sort of, that that early start of last year. Yeah, and everyone was saying like that, that first one, it was a real, this gives me a little period of, I know I'm going to have some time off. I'm going to express yeah. myself. I haven't painted for years. I haven't gone back to doing this. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to take up this. I'm going to take up fucking wood carving or something. I've always thought about yeah. it. And there you go. And it's not just making banana bread and doing some yoga. You're actually <laughs> yeah. doing great. But then that one that happened last year. Uh, uh, yeah, over the winter when the yeah. weather was shit and everyone was oh. fed up and everyone was fucked off and 
everyone would start yeah. to sit in and be shit and be sad. Yeah, they're at the wall yeah. for three months. Yeah, <laughs> Rubbish. Try not to kill stuff. Talking yeah, of being uh... killed, I think uh, Lucy's about to be killed by a cat. Oh, there's an anus there. <laughs> Elvis's, Elvis's anus. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yes, for, for, for listeners. Yes, not Lucy's anus. It's just <laughs> or anyone else's anus. We have no oh, human anus. For fuck's sake. You know, I had someone in the shop the other day, one of Grant's customers, who said that he had um, been listening to the podcast because this is really sweet. But once when I was on a guest spot, Grant had put the podcast on. Grant's my other half. He'd put the podcast on to listen to with his customer when I was away. Nice. So then, nice. um, I know. Bless him. So then, this customer had listened to all of them, and he was like, "And now I know how you feel about poo talk." I was like, "Okay, let's leave it there. We don't need to talk about the poo talk, do we?" <laughs> we, can have, we it depends if our guests bring up poo. I only bring up poo on our introductions. So yeah, <laughs> it was back, and this time it's Elvis. Um, so <laughs> here we are again. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Elvis. Normally, it's Elvis trying to kill me. He's just come to investigate some flowers on the windowsill. And I've got I've got a ceramic sausage dog as well that he seemed a bit interested in. Nice. Very cool, that is. Nice bit of kit you got there. That is nice. I know, isn't it? Dual, dual purpose, <laughs> apparently. Um, I bought that in Brighton, just fun fact, right. with Mick, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you you uh, when you bought it, the first thing you did with it was use it as a crude phallus to sort of point to your, <laughs> your groin. <laughs> Who the what fuck would hold do? that and not hold it up to the to pretend it was a willy? Honestly, <laughs> if nobody, if you didn't do that, I wouldn't want to know you. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> anyway, but considering this is an audio podcast, people are going to be a bit confused. We'll um, we'll we'll rehash the picture that you've already taken of it yeah. out using it. Yeah. As <laughs> yeah. Um, so where were you guys working before? Like when you were in London, where were you based? Uh, the last place we worked was a place called The Good Fight, which was... Nick Wirebrand's shop. Yeah, just sort of outskirts of Kentish Town. Um, cool place there. Yeah, we yeah we were only there a little while. Yeah, um, about a year. Yeah. But then before that, I was at um, Jolly Rouge for about five years. Nice. Matt shop. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so was I, but not, not for quite as long. Yeah, you came for a bit, didn't you? Yeah. When, when we first got together, I was still living in Birmingham for a year. And Keely was still, obviously, in London. And I have originally moved to London and went to Parliament. And uh, I was there for, what, about two years, two and a bit years, something so, like yeah. that. Yeah, a little while. And then eventually it got to the point where it was just, it was, it was very strange that we got up, went to work, but went to work doing the same thing, but in a different part of London. And then mm. after work, kind of getting back together and going home or going out for food or whatever, it just became, it made more sense to work yeah. in the same shop. But Yeah, so you came to Jolly Rouge. Yeah, so I moved to Jolly Rouge because it was, um, yeah, it just made more sense because Keely had been there forever at this point. Um, yeah, and it was perfect. I think when I first moved to London, it was always that risk of, Moving in together and moving into the same tattoo shop could be quite a risky. Yeah, be quite a yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you've not even lived together, yeah. so I think it would have been fine, but we had to kind of, you know, yeah, give make it sure it was yeah. uh, <laughs> step by step. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, loads of people always say, don't they, about yeah, like how you do it. We literally just we didn't. do everything together. It's strange. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's weird like, if we had a shop that. But- 
one of us worked somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> it obviously works for some people and doesn't for others. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, of course. But for us, it's, it's made everything so much easier. You know, obviously, convention circuit, working in other studios when we were guesting and stuff. To begin with, when we would, like, do different guest spots and stuff, it was all so confusing trying to, like, keep on track with your own thing and and where the other person was going. So we just eventually kind of slowly got into that routine of doing everything just together. Just never being apart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's quite like each other. Nah. Nah. (laughs) Both immediately on the now. Oh, we do. Yeah, of course. I mean... People, we, we often get called out, don't we, for being a little bit sickly. Yeah. <laughs> think that's only because only other people are unhappy. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do get a lot of um, hate, hate for all the love. No. Calling oh. the shop up. Don't get any hate. <laughs> it's all love. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope people do like it. But, yeah, oh. who knows? I whenever you've been brought up or if anyone's ever mentioned you like just in passing they everyone has so much love for you both yeah oh that's good you've been trained off for that yeah Tenna from Bint yeah I must I think I must have followed you from like the beginning of my tattoo journey as well Keely because like you've been such a constant in my tattoo world even though I've never met you it's a bit creepy for me to talk like this but your your tattoos are so like yeah just that that yeah constant I have followed you forever and and enjoy them a lot Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh my god, the one you did today, the I'm the walrus one that I saw. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> one of my favorite songs ever. And I was looking at it and I was like trying to just look and thinking, what's that? And then I read the goo goo kajoop and I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> and then the leg man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so oh. enjoyable. Much. Do you guys like bounce off each other and inspire each other at all? Yeah, yeah. definitely so, for yeah. me. Yeah. Only sort of speak yeah, same, out, but yeah. I think like in any, like in a shop when you work out or anything, you naturally have a bit of healthy competition where yeah. like, you know, like if you're around people that are successful and working hard. So I feel like it's probably more in that sense, isn't yeah. it? Like yeah. if, if one of us is sat drawing at home, the other one, yeah, we'll always you're inclined to do it. the same so I think it sort of it really helps with laziness because there's always <laughs> some, one of the two of you is always in the mood to be proactive and it rubs off so on the it, other one it like, yeah exactly yeah. that so I think we're very good at sort of pushing each other yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah mm. and with work I mean it's so nice to have like an honest second opinion yeah that's what I was going to say it must be nice to have that someone there you can go I'm thinking of doing this do you think this yeah. works with this? And you can, and it's not like someone because if, like you ask me, I would go, yeah, it's cool, I can do it because <laughs> I've got a clue what I'm talking about, and I don't want to look like I don't. So I'd never say no to that shit. But it's probably nice to have. Oh, I yeah, would do definitely. that as much as that looks amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or more the, or more the in a constructive criticism way, yeah. like exactly. certainly like if Keely's struggling with something or I'm struggling with something. The second second opinion (laughs) of somebody to just say, oh, why don't you 
Yeah. And then it's like, it's often the most glaringly obvious thing that you haven't thought of. And then all of a sudden it's perfect. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that's exactly what I needed to hear. But, yeah. but you could have stared at that picture for forever and never come up with that really simple, why don't you just move that leaf over there and it'd be like, composition would be way better. And you're like, of course, yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't see stuff for drawing it. You know that common thing with tattooers where they spell stuff wrong or whatever? Because yeah. you're drawing the image and it's right in front of you. You don't see what's really obviously wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How long have you both been tattooing? 12 years, both of us. Yeah. 12 years. Yeah. It was my tattoo birthday. Just Happy gone, birthday. yeah. Birthday. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. And I think, yeah, I'm a touch longer, but I don't know an exact date. I didn't, for, unfortunately, I didn't start on like a, yeah. an, a holiday or anything. So, what about you, Lucy? How long have you been to? That was seven years in January. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So, I'm a bit behind, <laughs> just a baby. Yeah. It goes quick, though, don't it? I don't feel like it's been 12 years. Fuck no. yeah, it goes so quick. And I only know that because I've got like my um because I've worked in the same shop the whole time. I've got my first hygiene certificate up on the wall. But no. my my first apprenticeship was around about this time, but like eight years. So it's pretty quick. But yeah, so it's mad. It's just I I still feel like an absolute yeah, baby in the industry. And when oh, I say yeah. to customers, it's like seven years, they're like, wow, that's a long time. I'm like, it's really not. <laughs> Last you'll feel like yeah. still, I've no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 Unless my customers are listening, then I've totally got it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. machine stops working, you're like, hold on a sec, let me just uh go over here and fix it. <laughs> Do you think that's healthy though? Because it means that you're not just settled and go, oh, I know everything here, what I'm done, I know what I'm doing. I can do everything yeah, me. Yeah. Whereas if you think, oh, I've still got to learn every day, I've still got to get better at this so I can it makes you grow as a person as a and as an artist I think it makes you yeah. a nicer tattooer as well like it probably means you're ones who, who who don't go and have cigarettes for 45 minutes after your clients come in as well you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> we hear a lot we hear a lot of that how like, do you know they don't do that because I've guessed because then because 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 I've been speaking to them for 18 minutes and neither of them are cunts so <laughs> We hide it well. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Keely has like a 50-minute cigarette, actually, in the middle of a half-hour tattoo. It's a really long one <laughs> and charges by the minute. Yeah. She just stands outside and has a lollipop <laughs> for half an hour. A glittery one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All sparkles falling off you. <laughs> You're paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. You might as well watch it. What does it what does it say on the wall behind you? Uh I don't know why I like to look. It says um All that glitters is not gold. Oh yeah. nice. namesake. Which was accidental. It's a Shakespeare quote, isn't it? But we changed our names. Yeah. Before so, so we, we found out that that, that quote existed does that make sense we basically like fell into that trap of looking smarter than we did we both decided when we started working overseas to change our instagram handles from our real names 
to like a showbiz name, you know, so it was easy, harder. It was like harder to crack, you know, like if you were working somewhere, you shouldn't be. Yeah. And so we picked those names and we changed them. And then a customer, I think. No, it was Nat. It was your friend. Oh, Nat. was it my boy? We were in a Nat. hotel somewhere and it was on a flyer. Yeah. And he said, all that glitters is not gold. He was like, oh, look. And we were like, what? And he, he kind of said it. He thought we had picked those names because of the phrase. Yeah. Oh. That it made sense that it, we both had a, a part of that saying. And then it stuck ever since. So when we opened the shop, we had it on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I yeah. forgot that you had different a different name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. We, we yeah, we just both had our real names as our Instagram handles, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, for ages. Um, for a long, long time. Yeah. And then I- yeah, like everybody, we just decided it was time to to make it a bit more suspect. <laughs> Incognito. <laughs> yeah, my I god. No. I've been wearing this fake stash ever since. <laughs> so is Mick. He hasn't even got a reason to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so how did you how did you both get into it? Like Keely, how did you start tattooing? Um, how did I start? I did art at college years ago and then I went into fashion. I worked in fashion for a few years and then from there kind of parted a bit in Ibiza and came home and started drawing <laughs> and then uh, it was a, a friend is it a friend like yeah, a mutual friend I think of somebody does that make sense a mutual friend of somebody yeah um, <laughs> um yeah got an apprenticeship and they were looking for someone else so yeah just went going down I was an awful shop terrible shop that I started in but it was a foot in the door and uh yeah, I stayed there for about six months and then went to a, a better shop, which was was like yeah, really good, thankfully. And, why, uh, why was it terrible? Just oh, they were just horrible. It was like one of those old school shops where everybody was mean and like they yeah. were all terrible. Like none of them could tow, and <laughs> I thought they were amazing. And yeah, it was just just really really shit. Um, and then yeah, I went to another shop called um, Good Chip Thirteen with a girl called Giselle Stock. Who does really nice black and grey in uh, in Hadley in Essex? Oh, nice that's there. around the corner from me. Where are you from? Well, I'm from um, Dundee, but I live I work in Stowmarket, which is just like I don't know ten miles from Hadley. Okay, in Essex, yeah. Hadley. E- oh no, that's a different Hadley, isn't it? Hadley. I'm thinking of Suffolk, yeah. Hadley. Oh yeah, nah, Essex. Yeah, it's not not near me. Okay, well, I'll go back. <laughs> I had this recently where I saw someone I followed and speak to on on Instagram and she was like oh I've just moved to Hadley and I was like what you're so close to me and she was like oh yeah I'm just near here and I was like what <laughs> so yeah why are there two so close together yeah, yeah, listen it. sorry you can resume your story <laughs> Know where I was going with that? Um, Hadley, you were in Hadley. <laughs> yes, I worked at Giselle's shop and then moved to London after about two years there. And then, uh, and yeah, I forgot what the question was. It was, <laughs> it was, just, it was just about your apprenticeship. So, it's like, yeah, so was getting that when, into tattooing. When you went to London, was that to Jolly Rouge or was did you go anywhere before? Yeah, that? no, I started off. I worked in HA shop first, and um, it's called East Side um, on in Bethnal Green. And um, I worked there for probably about a year, year or two. 
And How then, is that? Was that like I've I know a few people who've done like apprenticeships and that at um HA shops and stuff. Is it was it intense? Like, or was were you sort of aware of like any subculture around the shop, or was it just happened to be owned by Hells Angel? I didn't know when I got the job. It wasn't until I'd worked there for a couple of days and I went downstairs and I saw a patch on one of the chairs and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But do you know what? They were so nice. I had a really good time there. They treated me well. Um, it was a nice shop. Um, I was quite busy there and I worked with, it was me and two other guys and they weren't as busy. So I don't think they liked them so much, but because I was busy and was making a money, they were quite happy so yeah no complaints at all from there like didn't wasn't really like a shop where I would progress that's why I ended up going to Jolly Rouge and, and working with Matt um but yeah it was uh thanks like, you're an outlaw but yeah no it was all right it was all right I don't is it like I don't really know much about them but is it just that are there like tattooers who work there who are in Hell's Angels or is it just that it's owned by Hell's Angels and run by tattooers? The shop I worked in was um, run by a guy in HA and owned by, and then it was like tattooers worked there. So yeah, it was just, just yeah, run by rather than any of them tattooing. Did you feel like you were in Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> Charlie Hannah, yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, <laughs> we tried, didn't we? Yeah. We tried to watch it once and um I couldn't deal with his swagger. <laughs> that fella. That walk. That <laughs> he has got a walk. It's such a funny it. walk. That was it for me. I was done all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch it when it first not when it first came out, but like sort of fears in and then I got a bit tired of it. And then it was only when I got into like Harleys and stuff and then I was like oh okay I like this for different reasons now <laughs> yeah, yeah you are well, a complete I think bike nonce now though, like... aren't you? huh you're a complete bike nonce now aren't you but I am a bike nonce yeah, yeah that's the word <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about with that guy that's in it though is from um Queer as Folk who never not be the guy from Queer as Folk what a program that was by the way so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> sorry that was a tangent there and now and now look now you're um in your own shop what about you Andrew how did you get into it yeah I did it the naughty boy way actually um a little bit different I didn't ever do an apprenticeship I just sort of um had a council flat and nothing to do in it so I just tattooed in it instead <laughs> um I inherited a lazy boy off my nan <laughs> and uh, I just went for it. Yeah, just wrecked all my mates. Um, thought we were all punk as fuck, so we just got all <laughs> mad. Tattoos. And some of my mates tattooed me, and I just quite, I quite enjoyed it. I'd always been quite creative and been into drawing and stuff. Spent all my younger life as a graffiti artist or graffiti writer, really. The artist bit <laughs> came a little bit later, but uh, yeah, just making a mess and getting in trouble, and then sort of fell into this tattooing thing. Uh, <laughs> Seems to be working out for you. <laughs> yeah, never turned back. Yeah, I, I learned to tattoo in um in a kitchen. Like the yeah, everybody hates that, right? Doesn't they? But I think more tattooists are out there than you'd think that probably yeah. learned that. 
Yeah, that's yeah, what I think. I'll... I think there's a, there's a, from a from someone who's never learned the craft. I think there's yeah. a real quite. It's almost like it's a bit sneery from people who've had to go yeah. through it. So it's like, yeah. oh, you know, oh, oh, you did it yourself. But then you get to a level when, like yourself, who's fucking knocking stuff out and being the bollocks, and everyone goes, wait, wait, you're, <laughs> you're, you're allowed, but you're not. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost I, like... I get that. The amount of the places I've been stood in conversations where people are like fully slating people for being scratchers or kitchen wizards yeah. and all these nicknames. And I just think, oh, yeah. do you know what? Yeah. Like, it's me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look who, at me now. Who gives a thought? Like, you know, people learn these things however it works. You know, like, as long as you actually are trying to learn it. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I straight, straight off the bat, you know, I respected what I was doing. You know, I might not have gone about it the right way to begin with, but it was the only option I had. So that's what yeah. I did. Wanted to tattoo, so I did. Who's to say what is the right way? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like anything in life. Like I was, I was fuck awful at school. So why would I have been any better in an apprenticeship? I probably wouldn't have been. <laughs> like I probably would have hated being told what to do. Yeah. I would have hated the authority side of things. I would have fell out with everybody probably that was trying to actually teach me to tattoo. Yeah. Instead, mine just worked better figuring it out myself. So... After butchering all my mates, here I am. And, and they're your mates anyway, so they don't really count. So. Yeah, exactly. And they just want free tattoos, right? We were all young back yeah. then. Yeah. So I think, like, you know, they signed their waiver by just being there. <laughs> couple, couple special brews and off we go. <laughs> Fucking hell. So you know what, did, what, did, what, was your, what was your first machine that you were using when you, when you started getting in it? Um, somebody owed me a bit of cash, so I got a couple of Mickey Sharps machines off them that they had knocking around uh just the classic like micro dials that i think almost everybody back then had that was like the thing back then it was like i think i think tattooing progressed massively from probably what about eight nine years ago mm. and then it seems like everybody that we chat to that's been tattooing a little bit further in than that it was like almost this like set routine that everybody did it the same way. And everybody seemed to have these Mickey Sharks machines. Yeah, micro ones. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that was it for me. Got a hold of a couple of these machines. Oh, God knows the rest. I nicked a, um, you know, one of them things that like you get for baby bottles and that to sterilize stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I nicked one of them from a local shop and uh, I think <laughs> I used that to sterilize my tubes. <laughs> which like i mean how all my mates are not dead <laughs> what i will say is it's it's a very similar sort of entry level into the world of podcasting that lucy and i have yeah. <laughs> where, yeah. where we <laughs> you know we we were both fed up and bored <laughs> during really? lockdown i was like fuck what should we do and i'm like yeah fuck it i'm a, I, I i can make websites i can fucking edit audio bollocks i think i'll be mint yeah. at that oh my god we are living room <laughs> zoom it. wizards yeah exactly. living, room, living room zoom wizards there you go <laughs> yeah that I was like, yeah, fuck these guys, just do it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who needs who who needs production companies and like people yeah. who've who who've who've learned and done it before? Yeah. Exactly. They're all Not virgins. Us. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, 
there. It was a very DIY for me. Very, very DIY. But I was really lucky that a shop that was kind of vaguely local to me just, just kind of saw what I was doing. And instead of hating, they just offered me a job straight off the bat. I think I tattooed at home for about three months and, and, and got offered a full-time job. I mean, obviously, it wasn't the best shop in the world, but they were willing to let me just, you know, loose on the public. So... But also think from, you know, I reckon 90% of the people we speak to, no one starts at the best shop in the world. A few yeah. people, a few, a few people do. And that's, that's great. And fucking high five, but not many people do. And they have that shit bit already. So yeah. you yeah. just did the shit bit yourself. I do. I do notice actually when we chat to people that have started in good shops, though, their progression is so much quicker so, like, I, I do kind of have, like, a little bit of, I can't help but feel a bit jealous of that. I feel like I'm happy with the way it happened for me because obviously it worked, but I, I am quite envious of people that, like, you know, six months into tattooing and they really know what they're doing. And I felt, I felt like it took me about six years yeah. like, to figure out, like, because even the shop that I worked at when I first started tattooing properly in a shop, it was the kind of shop where, you know, if you asked any questions, you just got back a bit of a shrug of the shoulder. And, like, nobody really had an answer to They kind of knew what they were doing. But anything out of what they were doing, they had no idea about. So it was, even then, I, I felt like it took me, like, forever to, like, actually learn anything. And I'm sure you've heard a million times before, I then moved to Painted Lady to Dorney's shop. <laughs> And I'm sure everybody that you've had on that's worked with her has said the same thing. She just like somehow manages to just pluck these people out of obscurity and working for her just taught me to do properly. And she I need pushed to go me. and work with her. She needs to teach me <laughs> yeah. how to do. It's so amazing. She's such a legend. And I don't even think it's the technical aspect. I think it's just that she's such a... Uh, she's got such a motherly nature that Mm. she she somehow encourages those little glimpses of hope that are inevitably she'll like get them out of you and get you to work properly Mm. it's it's really amazing isn't it like obviously like so many good tattooers have come through that shop it's wild like yeah I feel like everyone we have on says well I worked to paint a lady (laughs) yeah I think yeah She's just so good at encouraging the better parts of people. Bringing out the best in people. Yeah, hundred percent. So I would say, really, it was probably only moving to that shop when I really learned to tattoo. Yeah. You know, had some genuine answers rather than just kind of thrown together idea of what you're meant to do. Mm. Yeah. So that was it. I can't imagine how hard it must be to tattoo without anybody telling you what to do yeah like at the start you know just little things like why is it not going in or having the needle out too far and it's plucking or or stuff like that how yeah. you just got to work it out for yourself like that sounds terrifying to me but actually it's yeah. also really nice to hear somebody say that that's how they start because there is so much variety in how we all start and yeah. all of like the old school tattooers 
so many people were self-taught like my other half is pretty much self-taught because his his dad was self-taught and then it just so happened he had his stuff so he used it and his dad was there to say like okay this is how you set it up but it is it is so nice to hear yeah it's crazy I remember obviously I mean self-taught's only to a degree right because obviously I was getting tired yeah and so like I used to just like watch intensely, like as I got tattooed. And you know, like, you know, when you're asking old school tattooers questions and they're giving you like really vague answers, (laughs) but but you can sort of like see what they're doing and why they're doing it. So you almost like put together this weird jumble sale of, of ideas that you've seen other people do. And we all know now being tattooers that everybody tattoos different. So you kind of pick up these little bits, like we both still, I think, because now we've, we're so together all the time. We tattoo so differently. Mm. But then, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? How yeah. you, you do pick up a lot from just watching people work. Definitely yeah. learn like, meeting you. Yeah. As well. Yeah, well, same, yeah, vice versa. Mm. I still tattoo pretty weird, I think. I How watch other ta- people. What's weird about it? His feet. Yeah, <laughs> he does. It, he does it from arm's length. <laughs> like that it takes ages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, what is weird? I don't know. You know, just little knacks where you see, like I, I watch people tattoo now, and they feel, and they, they have like a certain amount of throw of the needle, and you know the tube's quite close to the skin. Sometimes my needle's about a centimetre out the front of the thing, <laughs> bouncing around all over the place. But somehow it just makes my lines way crisper than if I try and pull it back a little. Probably it'll blow out and like, fuck <laughs> up. Are you putting it in the skin a centimetre? Because that's all I'd worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, just try and make sure they get another tattoo on the back of the arm. <laughs> just straight through. Value yeah. for money. Yeah, two for one. <laughs> Somebody asked us, and I sent the screenshot to Mick earlier, like when we put out um a sort of call on our Instagram for anybody who had any questions, one of them one of the questions we had was what is your setup? So what machines do you both use and, and like preferred needles and things, which I'm always interested in. Yeah, okay. Uh you go first. needles. We've just started using um, those lockdown needles. Thank you yeah. to our sponsor, Dan Selfmade, for providing Keely with these needles. <laughs> Send us some free ones. <laughs> Send Lucy some more free ones because she's run out of the free ones she sent her before. Oh, my phone just... Sorry, my watch just got excited about that. That's, 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 that's my voice. It thinks it's a computer. It's fine. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, yeah, lockdown right, needles. Cool. Awesome. Awesome needles. Well done, Dan. Black claw needles. Yeah, use a bit of black claw stuff. We still use like both of us. You've, Tubes. you've just started flirting with cartridges yeah. a little bit, haven't you? Yeah. But... Just been having a go of one of those um, Bishop ones. Oh yeah. Right. Um, Ashley, Ashley Tyson. She left it here last time. She guested for me to have a go, and yeah, I just started using it. It's really nice to put colour in with. So yeah, I've been using using that for a bit. But other than that, um, Rotary works. Um, what else do we use? Well, I use. I've got. I've got a lot of machines, yeah, um, like everything from beating up old coils that I still use every now and then, um, 
but I do use like a Dan Cubin yeah, sidewinder thing uh, for doing my big lines because I just find it super crisp. Um, I did buy one of his newer machines and I wasn't so keen, but I think it was, you know, he did these like ones that it's his name, but really I think they're workhorse. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I didn't think it was as good. I've got like an old Burt Crack coil machine that's good for lining big lines. Um, Wayne Taylor, got a few Wayne Taylors. Yeah, we've got all sorts yeah. of stuff, but we both we're both still pretty old school in in the basic setups. Yeah, uh, we both coils and rotaries, and we, we still use. I almost always just still use classic setup with you know a needle bar and yeah, rather than a pen. Yeah, rather than cartridges and stuff. Mm. I haven't got into that. I don't think I could throw a needle out far enough on a cartridge. To... Yeah, you don't get a lot of... You, don't, no. <laughs> you literally get a few mil, no centimetres involved. Well, I want it to be like as threatening for the customer as possible. When I set up. <laughs> you know, when they watch and you put the needle through and as I push, I push the armature bar down, it's like, yeah, that's how much is going to go into you. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I like to really threaten them with the machine, yeah, set up. <laughs> no. But no, I, I don't know about cartridges. I, I think I'd be good with a cartridge, you know, for my mags, for like colouring and whip shading and stuff. But yeah, that one I've been using is really I might, nice. I might really struggle with lining, I think. I had a go of um, Mike Boyd's, the Cheyenne one that hasn't got any wires. Oh, yeah. And not having, yeah, like I kept putting my foot on the foot pedal. It's so, so <laughs> alien. You could just wander around with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Not a really game changer. Uh, but like we need to I mean, get, get, yeah. uh, get down with the kids a bit, don't we? Uh, that would have been ideal back in the day on a council flight. Uh, <laughs> it would have been, yeah. Uh, I could have done it on the pub. <laughs> I could have just tattooed in the subway, whatever. <laughs> In the, yeah. in the beer garden in the back of a Ford Escort, like anywhere you wanted, <laughs> on the bus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're still a little bit behind the times, there, aren't we? I feel. Like. I feel like at the shop we've been having so many guest artists come through. It. Yeah. And literally every single guest artist like looks at us still like we're absolute morons <laughs> like, dinosaurs. like you know like they've just gone to visit their grandparents <laughs> for the weekend and we set up and they're like you're still using all that nonsense you've got a like, wire <laughs> like what well, i've got this um yeah this alien technology and this tattoo machine that like i think uh yeah mike boyd we were chatting to him the other day and he was talking about some machine that like it alters like the hit on the skin when it senses any recall. But I was like, yeah. what? So like it will, it won't hit as hard because it senses like that it's hitting like, you know, that funny bit, trauma. yeah, around the side of the knee that's suddenly really thin and you like blow it out like nine times out of 10. <laughs> so this machine will like, it picks up on like the needle hitting the skin and it can sense that and like recalls the hit. And I was what just like, fuck? what kind of witchcraft is this? Mike Boyd's got all the, all the toys, isn't he? Mike Boyd is like a fountain of tattoo knowledge. I don't know where he stores it all from. Yeah. But he makes right. me feel so stupid. <laughs> when he talks about it. 
he's been on our wish list for to get on the pod for a while so I, I feel like I need to like it's time to ask yeah he's, he's amazing he's a fascinating creature yeah. isn't he yeah. yeah, he's a lot of fun. If we give yeah. you a tenner, can you tell him we're great? Yeah. <laughs> Fiver each, five each. And also, we might get you to sign our petition to get Dorney on as well. Like, I'm working yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll drop her a text and try and get her uh, get her in the mood. I think oh. Nick did me and said, like, you know, like, you should, but it might be hard work. <laughs> Everyone says like she's just a complete technophobe. So I think what I might have to do is actually yeah. just maybe I'll go there and we'll FaceTime Mick <laughs> together or yeah. something. Yeah, you just have to take the notepad and just like <laughs> write it down, whatever she says. Like an old school hack, like yeah. Sure yeah. A little get one of those little things that says press, pop it in my cap, be fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and then I'll fall in love with her like everyone seems to do. You can go and work there. Yeah, I'll go work there. I'll say, sorry, Grant, I'm going to paint the lady. It's time to start my tattoo career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, she's an amazing person. Oh, yeah. Everyone says amazing things. Everyone does. Just, yeah, yeah she sounds banging. Um, the one question that we ask everybody is, um, if you, you might have heard us ask this, is, if you're on a desert island, which three tattooers would you want to be with? So you can answer separately or together, whatever you prefer. If you guys and feel like it's time for a break, then answer separately. Or... <laughs> <laughs> and it is also given that, that Lucy and I are both there and neither of us <laughs> offer anything. Yeah. Just to be <laughs> I can't your... even tattoo. So, Man, this is such a hard question. Yeah. I don't even know the answer to that. Um, I'm like... Three tattooers. Uh, Mike Boyd, because he's clever. Yeah. <laughs> and funny. So I'd go, yeah, Mike Boyd would be my yeah. the one. Not over you. You're both <laughs> and, there. Us four are here. Three more. Well, <laughs> us and three right. more. Okay. Yeah, it's Mike, really hard. Mike Boyd. Um, tattooers. Who's good with a bit of like, you need some like outdoor venture kind of people, don't they? That would be handy. You're like a really strong swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's one like, that you can just like ride like a raft. Take me to safety. No. What you need to do is you need to swim to land and rescue yeah. us. Yeah. That's your job yeah. here. Yeah. Like the tattoos that got like a pilot's license or. Nick Yeah, Nick Oh, yeah. Pretty handy. Pizza skills. Yeah. He would just be, he'd spend all his time like trying to cook a poached egg and cutting it and filming it. Yeah, he would. Also, he'd never pack. reach any coconuts, would he? So <laughs> <laughs> he'd also get there and go, there's no chickens on the island. Oh, for f- oh. oh, God. Poor Nick. I have not stopped bullying him since we had him on the pod. It's been just like a yeah. constant bully. It's, sort of, it's sort of your, your MO, isn't it? Bullying. Would you like to be friends with me? Yes. I'll bully you. Okay. I'm going to carry on bullying you. So look forward to that, you two. Well, we were, when we were at Brighton, like Nick was working opposite my booth and I yeah, literally yeah. spent the whole weekend throwing stuff at him. Spraying water at him. <laughs> Chocolate, like just shouting abuse. It was great. We bonded a lot. That's nice. So I think you bonded. It was, it was a one-way thing, wasn't it? Unre- yeah. Unrequited bonding. You really bonded with Nick that weekend. <laughs> 
But he loved it when he was trying to do like tattoo somebody's eye really realistic. Yeah. yeah. And he gets hit with the Terry's chocolate orange segment. And that's right the thing with those place. segments, they've got a very sharp one side of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Every time I looked over, he was like tattooing, scribbling away, but he's just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then he'd like just we just make eye contact and he's still just scribbling away and then he's like oh fuck <laughs> remember what he's doing remembered where he was yeah I'm not surprised he has mastered the art of making something really difficult look super yeah. easy yeah like I've watched him work I kind of watch it and think yeah I could probably do that but totally knowing there's no chance in the world I could ever get close to doing something like that. And yeah, he just makes it look kind of effortless, doesn't he? Like, mm. Yeah, he's, he's, he is clever. Yeah. Not that I tell him, but he's very clever, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, Nick, and Matt Yule, who you've had on, we all work to Painted Lady together. So, oh, dream team! That is a good. Yeah. That's a good squad. That's a good shop squad. Yeah, and we all weirdly we all sort of come up together as well. So I think Nick started maybe like two months before I did at Painted Lady, and Matt Yule had already been there perhaps a year or so. So we all sort of progressed quite well together. Oh. So it was a real nice kind of squad, and it's so like good to see Nick just killing it. Right. Yeah. Such a good shot. Now Matt's obviously off, gonna fuck off to LA, isn't he? Like yeah. a bad man. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like it's it's mad to see people, you know, that you've just kind of come up with over the years, just yeah. just kind of smashing it. It is cool. There, there, there are there is one. There was only one thing better than seeing your friends succeed, and that's that's seeing your best friends fail. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? You want you want your friends to do well, but you want you you want to be better than your best friends. Yeah, so that's 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 lovely that that you think that. I'm constantly yeah. hoping you'll fail, Meg. Mate, I fail every day. <laughs> I know. Look, look at the state. That's why we're still friends. Hey. <laughs> they say, don't they? Always hang out with the three most successful people you know because it always pushes you to work harder. Oh, yeah. I mean that doesn't apply for me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it does apply for me. Yeah. I think Lucy's about number eight or nine. It, and that's just on the women. And I'm a geezer, so that's probably 45th on the list, I reckon. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, can't. Mm. <laughs> so we've got two, we've got, who did you say? Mike Boyd and Nick, Nick Ims. Anyone else that you'd want, or are you happy as a foursome? We're useless at this, aren't we? Yeah. Who else do we want? <laughs> I, think, I instantly like can't think of another tattooist. A single I'm tattooist. As soon as you Clara. ask that question, my mind is just like Clara. Yeah, yeah. I love Clara. I don't. There's no reason. Just because. <laughs> just, <because. laughs> just because I love her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Would she bring any like particular skills to Desert Island? It's not a cute dog. <laughs> the dog can come as well. There are no rules to this. Also, someone else to moan about boys with, I imagine it would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't Even believe we've not asked you if you've got any pets. This is mostly pet cast. 
No. No. I think that might be our I'm first. That's our first. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You guys had so much potential, but I don't know if no. we're going to work out. We, I am working on Andrew to get me a dog. We're um, hopefully going to well, looking to buy a house, aren't we? And once we've got a garden, we live in a flat at the minute. So yeah. once we get a garden, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I'll get a present of a puppy. Oh. And um, if you got a puppy, what would you get? What sort of dog? A bulldog, because uh, they look like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that a bit actually. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I think it's that, the ears. It's a, I and the tail. <laughs> we had a bloke come around to do some painting for us and he had a hundred percent British beef tattooed on his hand. <laughs> fucking he's he'd be well up for a bulldog. He's probably got six. Yeah. <laughs> really? Fucking yeah. Oh my god. Um Mick, have you got any other questions? Anything I've I've missed. I think we've done the um, listener question. We have done the listener question. Yeah. I think we're good. Oh, somebody also asked if you have any plans for any guest spots. That's true. No, we don't at the minute. I think because we've not had the shop long, we're just trying to concentrate being here, especially because we've got so many guests coming each week. Um, yeah. So we kind of need to be here. Like, we used to guest all the time, and I do feel a bit bad that we just kind of open the shop and we're just yeah. here now but no plans this year maybe next year we are working london to open mention aren't we? oh yeah the new one oh. is it the big, big london yeah, yeah. London i think that's the only actual tattoo album we've got this year yeah in september um because yeah like Keely said we we're just trying really hard to like get the shop smashing it and i think the last thing we yeah. want to do first year is, is keep dipping out and yeah. especially yeah. when we've been people who are like oh hi come and guest at our shop and we're not here yeah <laughs> shit wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it just you two at the shop no there's no. we've got who calvin else you, who and, else you got tell us we've got yeah calvin and he's our shop manager and yeah. we've got Legend. calvin yeah. oh yeah as well was also the shop manager at Dorney's Painted Lady. Yeah. Oh, my God. With it's me, like Matt. So yeah. it, is, it is literally like we've all come from this weird Dorney court where we, yeah, she just groomed us all and made us <laughs> these towers and then sent us all off. And, yeah, oh. Calvin was... I want to be groomed by Dorney. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so lucky we've, we've managed to get him to come over and be our shop manager. He, we did He's not amazing. poach him from Painted Lady. <laughs> he did other jobs in between. Right. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> shop yeah. managing. He's right. a, a wedding photographer as well. Yeah. Um, Calvin Tasker photography. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Shout out, Calvin. <laughs> Thanks um, for sorting this out as well, Calvin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? We yeah. wouldn't be... The shop that we've got if it wasn't for calvin no he literally wouldn't be here with us if it wasn't for calvin. yeah yeah literally <laughs> he, has, he has got a lot to answer for like he's so good at all keely and i are like good at the primitive parts of the tattoo culture but mm. like anything you know the modern world where like you have to have a website and run like big cartels to sell stuff and all this other stuff we're so useless at it and just having that 
other person like he's creative as well isn't he I think between the three of yeah. us it's really nice to have someone else to sort of we'll normally suggest something me and Calvin all spend spend like the time talking about it and you're like no nope. <laughs> <And> we're <laughs> like we'll do it anyway <laughs> children but I have to I have to try and make sure they're not spending all our money because try <laughs> anything that's shiny they just talk each other into it and I'm keep like, it a secret from, from dad and then they have to I said to like you know kids that are like creeping around their parents being all nice and I'm like what the fuck are these two up to and then all of a sudden they're like Right, so we've got this Dyson fan, and it's £300 more because it's gold. And I'm like, what? And they're like, so I think that's the one we should get. And I'm like, fucking hell. It's a barista coffee. Your game. name's gold, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah, on you, mate. <laughs> Not all Dyson are gold. Um, yeah, so this is it. We, we do owe a lot to Kelvin. Yeah. He has oh. come in great together the bits yeah. that we didn't really know what we were doing with we did about a year didn't we without him and it yeah. was so hard putting in like doing all the emails and all the shop admin orders and having customers as well like it wasn't yeah. until he started that I've been, been able to take that step back and actually just concentrate on what we're meant to be doing yeah it was so yeah. nice when it was like I don't know how we did it. The, re- the relief of going back to like just being a tailor. Just doing one Instagram rather than the shop one at your own. Or like trying to remember that we need to order stock for the shop. Yeah. <laughs> like like we never we never got caught short. No. Nah. But it was stressful. We didn't know, have any right? days off, did we? We were nah. always up here with the cleaning and ordering and, yeah. and now we actually get time to yeah. do other stuff. So that's good. And who else have we got Beth. there? So Beth. Bye, lovely Beth. Bethany, yeah. Beth and Georgia. She's a little young man. Yeah, she's been tattooing about three years, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Years. Her work's so lovely. She has a lot yeah. of lady faces and florals. She's a prime example of what I was saying earlier, like the people that have been like have come into the industry like more recently mm-hmm. and they seem to know what they're doing like, straight off the bat. Mm. And I look at her work and think, Fuck. When I've been tattooing in three years, I just did, I had no idea what no. I was doing. <laughs> like, not a clue. Let alone like a style. You know, yeah. now, like, people seem to start tattooing now, and, and it's like they're really comfortable in their style straight away. Almost like they've learned before actually learning to tattoo, they've mm. learned what their style is they want to do. Yeah. And I, I really admire that. It mm. took, took me ages to kind of yeah. get into that groove of like what I actually wanted to put out as a tattooist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, Beth, she's been with us how long? Six months or so? Uh, yeah, December she started. Oh, yeah. December. Okay. Yeah, not long. Oh, is there anyone then, else? Yeah, well, we've got. Um, are we allowed to say that he's, yeah, he's said it on yeah. yeah, it's, it's not, not a secret. secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who, sorry? Yeah. Dan Metcalf. Oh. He does a really nice single needle yeah. um, work. Super fine. Yeah. Um, like the opposite to what we do. Yeah. It? So. Exactly. <laughs> to all my blown out. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> he's starting at the end of, end of this month, 26th. Yeah. So yeah, there's going to be four of us in yeah. a minute. And that, yeah. We've got um, 
Calvin's assistant. <laughs> yeah, the assistant to the, <laughs> the regional assistant manager. The Calvin. When Calvin's not doing the break. regional manager. <laughs> Calvin's named himself that. Yeah. <laughs> when he's off doing his weddings, we've got um, Stacey as she comes and she comes and helps out. So yeah, yeah it's gone from She's just us to, to like um, six. Yeah, all of a sudden it feels yeah. like real sharp. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. It sounds really awesome. Cool. It's so yeah. nice to hear that it sounds like it's yeah. going well. And Calvin had said about when we first were trying to get you guys to come on and stuff, it said about doing a guest spot. And I was like, oh, yes, but I haven't committed to any dates yet just because it was like just in the middle. Of, I think it was like January. And I was like, right, I need to sit down and work out my year. But I'd, I'd still love to come if you have me to come and guest. Well, it would, especially now we've chatted and found out you're not dickheads. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you finding out that we're not dickheads. I mean, <laughs> you've learned I'm definitely a dickhead. So please still let me come. <laughs> and this has been so great it's just been so lovely to meet you both finally and fangirl at you and i'm sorry if we've made you nervous and um, but it's just been awesome to have you yeah. on loads of fun that was really good thank you thank you so much for your time appreciate it thank you thanks, thanks for having us yeah it's been yeah. a pleasure awesome well hope to see you in person <laughs> soon then yeah look forward to it I'll, I'm going to miss the sound of those trains. I oh, know, it's nice, right? It's, uh, <laughs> nice rumble. They freak our customers out a lot. They're like, is that thunder? You're like, yeah. Weirdly, you can't hear it. Yeah. I yeah, I bet you don't. I remember start, the first time I stayed at Lou Topper's house and she lived next to a train track and I was in the shower and literally a train went past so close to the window that if I put my arm out the window, I reckon it would have just been knocked off. And I literally <laughs> just like... Crap my pants in the shower. I wasn't wearing pants in the shower, but I was like jumped out of my skin. But then the next time I just yeah, just didn't really hear it anymore. So it's weird. Yeah, it's strange how you get used to it. Yeah. Well, I come and hear it in person. Yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much for your time. And um, yeah, we'll definitely speak to you soon then. Thank okay, you. Mate. All right, bye-bye. Take care Cheers. now. Bye-bye. Bye.